Welcome back to We Connect with your host, Jake Simmons. Hello, everybody, and thank you, Corey, for that warm introduction. We are right now in the middle of recruiting season, which meant that Corey had an interview for a potential internship, which gave me the great opportunity to speak with our alumni today, Shay Brennan, who is a volunteer at the Peace Corps. I got to learn about his real world experience in Colombia and what he's looking forward to in the future. It was a great interview, so please stay tuned as we get connecting with Shay Brennan. Welcome everybody. Today we have Shay Brennan here. Um, would you mind just telling a little bit about um, where you're calling us from? Also, you know, what your role is and a little bit about the Peace Corps? Yes, thank you Jake for having me today. So as you said, I'm Shay Brennan and I'm a Peace Corps volunteer currently serving in on the coast of Colombia. So I've been here since July of 2018 and um, I've really enjoyed my time here so far. I'm a community economic development volunteer, meaning I do a lot of business advising work. And I'm currently calling you from Cartagena. Actually, I'm in a small cafe here where I can find a solid internet connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm living in a rural pueblo, small town right beside of Cartagena. Um, and there I work in a couple of schools teaching 10th and 11th graders. Uh, entrepreneurship, as well as I work with a lot of businesses, entrepreneurs, uh, as well as associations to kind of commercialize their businesses, as well as promote savings because this region of Colombia really lacks a culture of savings. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of work with uh, individuals, but that's kind of a brief uh, synopsis of my work here in Colombia so far. Great. Well, I mean, you're a little bit far away from Madison now. Um, to kind of bring you back to your um, times in the Isthmus, could you kind of talk about what your major was here um, at Madison and then how you kind of started getting involved in AKSI? Yes. So I was a, I am a finance and political science graduate from Madison. I double majored in the two. And that largely stemmed out, I was originally a finance major for my first couple years at Madison uh, after getting into the business school. I kind of realized I wanted to broaden my studies. Uh, I was really interested in politics, government, and uh, possibly going into government work following college. I really wanted to get that political science degree under my belt as well, and I just had a very strong interest in uh, a lot of those classes. I thought, why not add on those classes? Uh, in terms of being AKSI, I joined AKSI sophomore year uh, in the spring semester, and so um, I wanted to become more involved in the business school since uh, that was my first year in the business school. The AKSI was a great outlet for uh, really meeting other people within the business school and kind of turning Granger more of a social setting, should I say? Because uh, just any time I was in Granger thereafter, whether I was in the cafe, in the library, in classes, there was always someone from AKSI in there. And then just outside of Granger as well, we were always hanging out together, studying, uh, going to football games together. So AKSI really provided a great outlet outside of the 
creativity as part of college. Mm, yeah. Um, but kind of connected the two as well, which was a really good motivating setting to be in. And then, so could you kind of tell us about um, how maybe anything in college or AKSI prepared you for your current role or how you kind of found out about the Peace Corps? Yes, I think in AKSI, we were just all very motivated to seek out as many opportunities as we could, really encouraged to kind of broaden our scope in terms of what kind of professional opportunities we were looking for after college. And so I think just talking with other people in my lunch class as well as other people in the fraternity um, kind of encouraged me to seek out turning towards the political uh, science major and then kind of going that route, even though there weren't many political science majors within the mm-hmm. So I found out about Peace Corps while I was at Madison because Madison is the number one Peace Corps university um, the world, obviously. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot of great resources at Madison, and I kind of started looking at it during the end of my sophomore year. I think I talked to recruiters at a job there, and then when I was in DC interning, following my junior year, I went to a whole bunch of information sessions there on the Hill, as well as just did the Peace Corps headquarters in DC. Kind of made up my mind that I really wanted to at least apply for the Peace Corps and then go through the interview process. And that's kind of what turned out it turned to be. My senior year, I submitted my application for the Peace Corps in, I believe, December and um, found out I would be a Peace Corps volunteer a few months later. And then, yeah, that was kind of it. I had applied for a couple countries as an applicant. You can apply to serve anywhere in the world, or you can pick out a few countries and kind of rank them. So mm-hmm. I rank Colombia and Morocco as my two top countries. So yeah, you've been in Colombia for over a year. And in that time, what's been your favorite part about your role and then some of the challenges that you've faced too? There's so many and it's such a, just a dynamic work environment because every single day is different, which is part of the reason why I love being a Peace Corps volunteer. It's also a challenge because well, I never know what to expect. But I guess starting out with some of the things I really enjoy, or I have enjoyed so far, is working with young people. Colombia is a very young country, and so I'm able to work. Well, I do teach 10th and 11th graders, as well as um, some younger kids as well, just informal. Uh, and they're just so interesting to work with because they are the future of this country. They are more optimistic, I would say, mm-hmm. than their parents, grandparents. Just, well, well, they are younger. I guess they haven't faced the rather violent history that their grandparents have uh, gone through. And so they are a little more optimistic, and Columbia's definitely turning a page uh, as it kind of in the peace process right now, a very unstable peace process. So I've really enjoyed working with the youth um, and then trying to kind of motivate them to look at what they want to do after high school, uh, whether it be college or there's a technical training program that is available to them. Uh, As well as part of my youth work, I've done a lot of gender equity work, so promoting um, female empowerment, as well as healthy masculinity and boys. Uh, there's a lot of machismo here on the coast, mm-hmm. a lot of sexism. And so I'm um, 
trying to kind of open boys' minds and seeing that sexual harassment isn't cool, or this is how you're supposed to treat a woman or your mothers, um, as well as just healthy the emotions, how to themselves. Two of the programs that work closely with here Columbia are kind of a, one of them is called Glow, or Girls Leading Our World, and that's kind of a girls safe space where our towns, our volunteers can form a Glow group within their town, and um, it's a safe space for girls because that's lacking in many of these towns. There's tons of spaces for boys, but uh, it can be rather dangerous for girls in towns to walk alone, um, like it is elsewhere in the world, but especially here. And it's just there aren't as many professional opportunities for them. So mm-hmm. what Flow does is we plan for their futures. We talk about the self-esteem. The key for Flow is finding a solid counterpart or solid female leader who lives in our towns to help lead that initiative with us because the idea is that all of our work is sustainable. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, for boys, there's a similar program uh, called Hero Hermanos en Respeto y Orgullo, which is uh, Brothers Respect Pride. That program does the same thing for boys, um, teaching them how to uh, not be sexist and how to uh, healthy express emotions, uh, as well as leadership skills, and how to participate in entities because we really want to encourage them to be leaders uh, because they totally have the leadership capabilities, but there isn't always that motivation in their households or within the schools mm-hmm. or in the adults in their lives. Okay. And so, yeah, the direct equity initiatives are just awesome and totally necessary here, totally necessary in the U.S., totally necessary everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And then how long does a typical stay in a country last um, as a Peace Corps volunteer, and what are your plans for the future? So a typical stay in, uh, for a Peace Corps service is two years, three months. So I am one year through my service. Uh, I have one more year left, and so I will be completing my service in September, late September of 2020. And following my service, I'm still kind of uncertain, but I'm considering extending here and kind of becoming a Peace Corps volunteer leader, which would be another one-year commitment. Or I'm considering um, going back to the U.S., uh, pursuing opportunities in Washington, D.C., because I've always been very intrigued by government work, and that's kind of always been an ultimate goal, as I've also considered uh, going into foreign service. Great. And what would you tell any younger uh, members or students that you know might be a, considering this path, or maybe they never knew about this path, but now they're kind of interested in um, you know what you've been talking about? What I would tell younger members is that number one, Peace Corps is not for everyone. Uh, it's definitely it's difficult. Um, I haven't been back to the U.S. since I've joined. Um, so obviously I get homesick sometimes, as well as just living in a small town where I don't have running water, except every two weeks maybe it comes to my house and so it's delivered and it's just a different style of life. Um, 
obviously just have to be mentally prepared as well as healthy enough to even take part in something like this. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, um, you just have to be very passionate about the work you do. You're not getting paid well here. You're volunteer, getting a stipend. And so um, really what what's most rewarding about your work is your work. It's not the money. Um, I work dozens and dozens and dozens of hours a week, at least uh, 50 to 60 hours a week just preparing things. Typically, I'm always on the clock because even when I'm just integrating in community activities, eyes are always on me. Uh, whether I'm in a discoteca in my town, I always get and out later on. Students are asking me, profe, we saw you at the discoteca last night. And I'm like, I'm on the clock. If students are interested, uh, any other brothers, just know that it's not for everyone. However, it is an awesome opportunity for anyone who really wants to make an impact on the world and is passionate about about other cultures, other people. Mm -hmm. I've definitely just grown my mindset so much. I know this experience will stay with me for the rest of my life. Uh, the relationships I've formed in my town will stick with me for the rest of my life. And, and um, yeah, if you're passionate uh, to learn about another culture and want to immerse yourself and really know that culture, definitely look in the Peace Corps uh, because even if it is difficult, uh, many Peace Corps volunteers say it's the hardest job you'll ever love. Yeah. Uh, it's totally, it's going to be an experience that sticks with you for the rest of your life, and it won't be wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And what's the greatest lesson that you've learned from this experience? The greatest lesson I've learned is that you can always learn from other people. I've learned so much more than I've taught here from people who oftentimes don't have ed- education themselves, or don't necessarily read, or have a totally different background than me, have no conceptualization of where I came from, uh, but it's just every day I can learn from the uh, kids in my classes and just their experiences, being that they've hardly traveled outside of their pueblos in the 16 or so years of their lives, or just even the older people who have gone through all the violence that Columbia's faced in Civil War and that entire experience. They've seen so much and just always keep your ears open to others, but always just be listening. I say listening is the most important skill of thing to have uh, in any job because you should be working with other people and doing what they have to say. That's great. And is there something that, that you've taken from AK Psy that you know a brother has taught you or through um, an event that you still kind of carry with you today? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think just in general, brothers were so motivational to one another. We were always there to back one another up in whatever opportunities we were pursuing. If I wanted to practice for an interview, there's always someone there to help me practice for an interview. There's always someone studying for an exam with me. So we always had each other's backs. As easy as it is for things competitive between brothers, whether we share class together, it's so much better to have each other's back. Uh, in hindsight, looking back at college, the relationships mean so much more than the grade, and they stick with you. So just definitely stick with your brothers, motivate one another, and that's the biggest thing I got from AK Sci. Find the motivating people around you and be close to them. 
Well, we've had a great time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, if anybody is you know, interested in contacting you, maybe doing an informational interview or if email is more accessible, are there any ways for people to reach out and connect with you? Yes. Um, I totally recommend that you reach out to me on LinkedIn. Definitely shoot me a message if you're going to connect with me. Just give me a heads up. And um, I'd be very happy to connect with other volunteers as well as the UW Madison has a Peace Corps office, which is a great resource. So if you're interested in applying for Peace Corps, definitely reach out to that office, but also reach out to me. I can share with you my personal experience. If, you're, if you find yourself in, around Cartagena, um, totally reach out to me as well. One brother, Coral, she was here a few months ago, and uh, we met for a drink when she was in Cartagena. So, if you find yourself in Colombia, it's a beautiful country to visit. Reach out to me as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Jay. Yes, thank you very much. Shay Brennan. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed hearing Jake's lovely voice this week, and we're excited to come back to you next week with another episode. This podcast was hosted by Jake Simmons and produced by Jake Simmons.